Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic out-of-playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, we're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show. While we're doing our part to stay safe in these crazy times, we sure are missing our favorite sexy resort, Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica, and we can't wait to get back there again. But in the meantime, we're happy that we can share a little Jamaican vibe right here on the Hedonism Show with you today. Yeah, let's shout out to all our Jamaican friends and family at Hedo 2. Harry, Kevin, Donna, Winston, and Chef Anthony, and so many others whom we miss and hope are safe and healthy at their homes. And we can't wait to get back to the world's most iconic adult playground and all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And holy fuck, have we sure turned some of our fantasies into realities at Hedo 2. It's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we're going to be talking about sex and sexuality and relationships and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. I love being horny. So, are you curious about how to get into the swinging lifestyle and navigate the novelty of sharing your partner and fucking other people? Well, on today's show, we're talking with an established swinger couple all about their journey into the swinging lifestyle and how their relationship has evolved over the years. Yeah, these special guests have been at Hito 2, wow, more times than they or us can count. But first, before we get into our show, let's take a minute to talk about our top waterproof blanket because everybody should continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From musty massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. This is the Hedonism Show. You know we're Carol and David, and we're so excited to welcome today's special guests. We have OnlyFans model Coco Scorpio and her partner Eric, and they've been playing in the lifestyle for over 13 years. They've got some great stories that they're going to share with us today, including lots of exciting adventures at Hedonism too. Yeah, and some of the adventures they've had fucking us too. Mm-hmm. Love those stories. <laughs> Coco Scorpio, Eric, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Good to be here. Thanks, guys. Yay, so nice. And, well, we didn't say, but they're actually our neighbors, just only a few hours' drive away from here. We're so happy to have you guys visit with us, and we can do this show live right here in our studio. We can, and it's the first time they've actually been on a show, so if they're a little bit nervous guys out there, just take it easy on them. (laughs) They're going to get better as the show goes on. So welcome, guys. But first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about how COVID-19 has changed your sex life or your relationship in these past few months? Well, I'd have to say during the COVID, I guess, quarantine, we've had no choice but to self-isolate and stay home with each other. And it's brought us a lot closer, I'd have to say, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. It's so much fun, actually, running OnlyFans. And then we we can actually concentrate on our content. And every day we have some fresh ideas and uh, so much fun and filming or taking photos and share that all with all my open-minded fans but have you guys as a couple have you had better sex the two of you have you found that you're fucking more often or you found new toys i know carol and i we went into our toy closet and we took out some toys that we haven't used in a while and i don't know you keep coming every day and coming and coming. Well, we have more time on our hands during this pandemic also, but have you found similar things? Have you found some new things to play with? Definitely for me. I never really played toys before, and playing toys is a new adventure to me. Rumor and has it uh, you have like a butt plug that you like using. That's one of my favorite right now. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. hold, hold on to that because we're going to talk about your sex life in our last segment, Great Sex Matters, but have you found that your relationship has gotten better, closer? Have you had to communicate more? 
definitely. Certainly, yeah. No doubt. And for you guys, is it new to be t- quarantined together in one home? Are you used to working together? Are you used to being in the same room for a long period we of time? We're, we're used to being together most of the time. Uh, I work from home. She works from home. We usually spend a lot of time together with each other, and this has only brought us even closer. Yay. Nice. Once in a while, I will be away because I need my yoga class. Uh-huh. So that's my a long time to do my meditation and my practice. Yes, if you look at Coco Scorpio's Instagram account, you'll find that she's a contortionist uh-huh. and put parts of her body where really they shouldn't be going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your relationship, how long you've been together, and maybe a quick story about how you met. Yeah, we've been together about... Uh, 17 years. 17 there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you were supposed to remember that one. <laughs> Sorry. Guys never remember I that. I know, right? <laughs> we're the goodness. one always remember our anniversary. <laughs> so 17 years ago, guys found each other. Yeah, yeah. we met online, uh, AOL back then. Uh-huh. And uh, it's been great ever since. And you told us, of course, the story about how you came into the lifestyle. But why don't you share that with uh, everybody out there? Well, we're kind of looking for, well, Eric was born from a nudist family, so okay. he was always com- comfortable with being nude. But on you know, another hand, I am from China. I was born and raised in China, so very, very conservative uh, family. And uh, But I'm an artist, so I was graduated from art school. I never have any hesitant to see people nude. Oh, so right. I'm, I'm sketching and uh, live nude all the time, And uh, but public nude is another story. So we were talking about that, and we're curious about um, Eric found that information. There are a group of uh, called swingers, and it's called lifestyle. If people are in the uh, swingers lifestyle, and uh, we read about it online, and uh, we were talking about this often. And we're thinking about maybe give it a try, and then eventually we made our first step and check out uh, first local swingers club, and that was in your hometown. That was That's in right. our hometown. Yeah. Isn't, isn't it so scary the first time you go to a swingers club? I know Carol and I, we found the lifestyle at uh, Temptation, and we met a couple from England, and they told us all about it. And, um, you know, we went out and we started buying some sexy clothes. If we look back at the sexy clothes we bought then um, and what we wear now, it's like those were really Night vanilla day, really, clothes. really, yes, exactly. And then the first time you walk into a swingers club, and if you don't know anybody, which is usually the case, it's like, well, what, what do I do? Do I get a drink? Do I say hello to someone? And, and you know. And if what they, if they like me? Then what? You know, well, so someone that's comes up to me and says, thing. hi, how are you? What do you say? Well, hi, I'm <laughs> David. Hi, we're Carol. <laughs> well, what are you into? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but you find out real quickly that the people at a lifestyle club are super friendly and they're there. And, and, and the newbies, the first people in, are very easy to recognize because mm-hmm. they're, they're not sure where to go and they're really embraced very uh, amicably by the other guests. And that was us, actually. So when we went to our first Swingers Club, I would say a couple of weeks leading up to it, we did our research about what it's all about, what to expect, that kind of thing. And the excitement grew. And yeah. a week before we were going to the Swingers Club, we were having sex every single day. We were so horned up. Why did yeah. you need to go to the swingers club just if you were having idea. great sex? Just the idea yeah. uh-huh. of, what we do, of the unknown. So just right, having yeah. sex at two, you wasn't enough. You had to go fuck other people. Well, not so we quickly. Were, yeah. We took it slow, baby steps. Yes. You know, we were soft swap at first, which means... Well, the idea is more like uh, having sex with another couple at the same room. How does that feel like? Yes. Yeah, right. That's really a good exciting. step. Yeah, yes. about jealousy, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we were really taking baby steps. We didn't do that. No, we dove right in. <laughs> yeah, We met a couple. Three days later, we were playing with them. The next night, another couple. The next night, another couple. Wow. Twelve had, years ago, we haven't looked back. We had a hat trick on this vacation. That was halfway over, and we had a hat trick before we left there. So, yeah. Everybody moves at their own pace. I mean, yeah. Carol describes it best as, you know, when you... Anyways, I'll let you talk. I shouldn't talk for you. What do you mean, at, at your pace? Well, you know, people, the lifestyle is... 
everybody has a different way of defining what they want to do. You mentioned soft swap. There's sure, full swap. There's sure. voyeurs. There's exhibitionists. Right. And, and you don't have to progress. No, you're right. You don't have to progress. If you find that soft swap is all you want, you can just stay doing soft swap, which like you were saying, is means no penetrative sex. Right. And you're just flirting and having fun and, and touching perhaps maybe some oral. And that's sometimes perfectly fine for a couple to give them that spark that wants to make you guys have amazing sex together. Or if you want to continue trying new and pushing your boundaries even further, then of course you can. And I love, I love what you say on a regular basis that the lifestyle is for... It's for anybody, but it's not for everybody. I guess I don't listen well there enough because I was so tongue-tied on that Anybody one. could mm -hmm. be in the lifestyle, but it's not for everyone because you have to be that very good communicator. You have to be a non a jealous person um, you have to be able to be adventurous you have to be social you have to have some skills and so yeah it's not for everyone but it but shouldn't it is stop for anyone and it shouldn't stop a couple who wants to explore their sexuality or spice up their sex life from going to a swingers club because when you walked in I'm sure there wasn't someone ripping your pants off sucking your cock and putting a cock into your pussy right no. within three seconds now that yeah. doesn't happen. there's a lot of people who go to swingers clubs and go to resorts like Hedo that don't play at all and they're just there for a great erotic experience. They want yeah. to be naked. There's some yeah. nudists. And um, there's a lot of things you can wear, um, costumes you can buy that you can do at a lifestyle club, a swingers club or a resort that you can't do at Starbucks, right? Right. But that's the experience that we have. Through all our, our experience, we find we communicate a lot more than before. And uh, we will never really talk about our fantasies before we were never talk about what we actually still what's in our mind mm -hmm. like sexually mm -hmm. so you just kind of like oh well, were the couple were comfortable with having sex with each other but somehow you have some other fantasies but you feel like am i comfortable to share that or not uh, yeah but throughout this experience you learn and you talk to open-minded people and you meet so many friends and the more friends that you're talking to the more your mind kind of change and switching directions so you all go follow your own steps although there's no one is pushing you to do that this or that you feel like I'm ready to try this. Yeah, I'm ready to try I that. know. And that's a good feeling, I yeah. think, right? When you feel like you you, you want a little bit more now. Yeah. Now you want, you've had a taste and now you want a bit more. There's always excitement yeah. about yeah. new exactly. things. In, in, great, in, in Great Sex Matters, a little bit later on the yeah. show, we're going to talk to you about your fantasies. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes fantasies don't need to become reality, right? Mm -hmm. They no, can absolutely. just stay as a fantasy. Yeah. So I know for a fact that you guys did become a full swap swingers because we know you very well. But how did you find out about Do hedonism? we just know them or have we fucked them? We have. We, <laughs> we, have. we can let people know that, yes, we have tasted the delicious juices of both of them. <laughs> um, Excuse me. I've yes. only tasted the delicious juices okay, of one well, of them. Okay. <laughs> I, I was speaking for myself. I get it. I get so, it. Okay, you you normally do that. <laughs> so, but then you guys expanded and you started traveling in the lifestyle. And we know for sure that you've been to hedonism many, many, many times. Mm -hmm. How did you find out about it? And what was that first experience like? I think the first we found out about hedonism is in our local event. It's called, uh, back then, was called the Sexapalooza. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the hedonism has a, a booth? little table, a uh. little booth. So we got some brochure. And uh, so a couple years later, we're always curious about that. And a couple years later, we are talking about that more. So we made our first plan to go to Hedo. And, of course, first year, first time we attend there. And we had a great time. Very yeah. cool. And yeah. was it was the expectation met up with what you actually met and the people much who were there? More, much oh, better okay. expectation. Beyond, beyond. what we expected. Yeah. We had yeah. not known, even though we read the website and we did all yeah. our research. Uh, when we got there, it was mind-blowingly amazing. Major experience. thing is the people mm -hmm. are so friendly. You just feel like it just make you feel so comfortable the first time you it's step in. It's the people. In. It's yeah. the people. How long did it take you to get to the nude site? So at Hedo, um, for those of you listening to the show who haven't been to Hedo, um, you know, there's, there's two sides of the resort. There's the nude side where everybody has to be naked and there's the clothing optional or what it used to be called the prude side where you can wear clothes, you can wear a bathing suit, you can go topless, you can go naked, it doesn't matter. And some of the people start off on the prude side and then eventually wand over to the no, nude. not us. No? Didn't take us no? a second to no. think Well, about you come revenge. from a nudist family, so yeah. you were like, hell yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. Nude, right. yeah. so we and just you were comfortable right away, Coco? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I was. Okay. Well, a little bit shy, but I was comfortable with being naked. Okay. We yeah. went directly to the nude side. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Good. And, you know, we tell people, um, I forget which show we did, but 
those of you who go to Hito and are a little shy about going to the nude side, don't wait to the last day of your trip to go there because once you go, you're going to want to stay there. So try it early on in your trip. And if you're not sure, then you go back and talk to your partner. But there's so many people who are like, oh, I don't know what's going on on the nude side. There's a orgies going on. Everybody's fucking. And it's not like that. It's just a bunch of naked people who are there all the time. And no, the guys aren't walking around with erections all the time because everybody's naked. There's yeah. no materialism there. Yeah. Everybody yeah. is just in their own skin. Mm -hmm. right. And most of the people who wander onto the nude side stay on the nude side. Because they love it. It's really you free. You feel like you're so stunned yeah. out. You don't belong to there if you wear a piece of clothes. Oh, of course. Well, yes. you're not allowed. Security <laughs> comes over if you're wearing a bathing suit and says, excuse me, you got to get naked. What a great world that is. Yeah. And so let's just make a point that now uh, Coco Scorpio, she has her own classes that she performs at, or teaches, gives, teaches at, at Hedonism. Tell us a little bit about the classes that you teach. Well, I teach more uh, stretch and strength. And um, I wouldn't want to call it normal yoga class. I call it fusion yoga. Okay. So it's a combination of uh, uh, aerobic dance and um, um, concentrate on stretching and strength building and you know people are on vacation i don't really want to make class like, so serious right and weightlifting or whatever you have to do or something but i want to make the class also fun and then by the end of the class um a girl or even a guy can actually have a little skill like right. a little routine they yeah. can show off at a nude pool or whatever piano bar they wanted to jump on it and it can show a little bit one of the things i teach is called leg wave so leg can, wave yes yeah they can yeah. wave how do they wave their legs and just uh yeah just for fun uh, at the same time they do have a little bit workout mm -hmm. and uh, uh stiffness you travel and uh, it's a lot you feel like a uh, really stiff and then stretch out a little bit and just make them feel good i have okay. stiffness every morning when i wake up <laughs> yeah the different type of stiffness there i don't have to stretch <laughs> that out <laughs> and i know that you do some wonderful performances can you uh, maybe actually be better if uh, if eric describes the type of performances that she does and how it's such a turn on oh my god um usually every evening in the dining room yeah. there's a stage set up and uh coco gets up on stage and she does amazing tricks um, with her legs her arms she's so bendy and flexible she just you don't know where where parts of her body are, are going and the crowds are just applauding her tremendously and and, so, and, and so graceful and she does it say. in costume yeah in um, let me see, 18-inch heels right, right. and latex <laughs> outfits. Yes. And um, she's this petite lady who comes out like this lion in this sensual performance. I mean, it's just spectacular. Really, really, really is spectacular. It's a whole I mean, you fun. compete with the professionals that perform there as well. Your, your shows and your performances are, are well, amazing. Well, the fact is part of it, I also train the EC there. So I train their, their uh, flexibility. So mm -hmm. I got to know them really well. Very yeah, cool. Sometimes Very I cool. give them a little bit of suggestions on erotic performers. And yeah, I, I enjoy entertaining people, especially okay. a group of open-minded people. I feel like it's just so much fun. Very, so very much cool. So, Coco, you've been one of the guests who have been there recently since they've opened the July 1st yes. when they opened during this pandemic. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how uh, different it is? Maybe start with your voyage to... In, in summary, in summary. Yeah. We, we, know, we only have an hour. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yes. But how you got there, what it was like at the airport and, and getting to the resort and how you felt. Well, the, um, the airport is a lot quiet, and you won't have any uh, all those uh, f uh, food stands, and uh, you won't be able to buy beer or whatever. Um, but uh, you have to go through interviews and temperature, temperature checking and uh, a few forms that you have to sign. They just want to make sure that you are not uh, a COVID uh, carrier or you had COVID before or you have uh, contact with people who had COVID. And were those the same questions they asked you before you got on the airplane? Like very similar? They have very similar questions. Before you got on the airplane, you have to uh, f fill up a form they call application form mm -hmm. to visit Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So you can find uh, on their website, uh, Travel to Jamaica website, and you have to fill, that, fill up that form. Otherwise, you won't be able to board. Mm -hmm. And uh, but go through all, all those security questions. I feel really, really safe after after those uh, security questions because like, everybody goes to Hedo. So once I reach to Hedo, and all the staff uh, all wear masks. And but the um, guests don't have to wear masks. The guests don't have to. Yeah, but the guests are also 
uh, pretty careful with each other. So okay. there are uh, wherever you go, there are always hand, sanitize, hand sanitizers. And, uh, so and did yeah, people stay apart from well each other? Prepared. Did you see the social distancing on the beaches and when you're hanging at the pool? Not much because people go through security, they already feel like they're oh, futured okay. and they're for sure they have, they're safe. Okay. So yeah. I, I have a question. So everybody has to put hand sanitizers on to stay safe. But before you suck someone's cock, do you have to sanitize <laughs> his cock too? Uh, well, they're alcohol wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. The great goose yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> rum. Well, this is, uh, this is a great discussion. We're having such a great time the here. The buffet is not open, but um, you will get full service for all the three restaurants, oh, right. which very, is very even better. And the reason the buffet is not open, and you know, we've been talking with um, Randy and Harry, is that the resort's not at full capacity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're telling everybody that, you know, if you have the, the, the want and the need to go to Hedo, the precautions are in place. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the resort isn't full. And to keep it quaint and quality of the food intact, only the restaurants are open, not yeah. the buffet, which yeah. is, you know, which a little fine, bit less control. Yeah. Um, we've been there many times, and it's just so much more intimate now yeah. when you have a few less people there and you're getting the table service and the waiters are taking a little bit uh, more care of you than when we're there with 560 people and it's a completely different feel so and um, the food quality is never reduced it's right still very high quality of right yeah absolutely so this is a great discussion we love hearing about all these stories so i'm just going to ask you to hold that thought for a few seconds and remind everybody that this is the hedonism show uh, we are carol and david we're talking with coco scorpio and her partner eric all about navigating the swinging lifestyle over the years we'll be right back after this quick commercial lube 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 you know we're always talking about lube and how we use lube every time we play because it makes our sex better hotter and longer lasting well, we want to make sure you're using lube too. And not just any lube. We all know that there's many types of lube out there. and You have to pick wisely. Earlier this year, we discovered a new lube and it's become our go-to favorite. It's Promescent Organic Lube. And wow, what a game changer. For me, the most important aspect is that it's tasteless because you all know how much I love to suck cock. And I always start off with a handful of lube to get things going, you know what I mean? So it needs to be smooth and silky and tasteless. Mmm, and it feels so good on my clit and pussy too. Yeah, and it keeps us going and going while we keep coming and coming. Mmm, we love that. And it's safe for toys and condoms as well. And we know you want better sex too, so go to thesexylifestyle.com for more information about Promescent Organic Lube, along with their full range of other sexual health and wellness products, and simply order yours today because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. Alrighty, we're back. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Hedo Show. We wish we were broadcasting live from Hedonism on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. Unfortunately, because of COVID-19, we're doing this from our studio. But boy, we'd love to be naked on the beach. Soon. I know. That's one of the Maybe things. Maybe in December. We, I think we miss the most about this COVID pandemic is being naked on the beach. With our friends. Yes, Not, not fucking them, but just being there with yeah. them. I mean, fucking is great. Sucking yeah. is great. But we certainly love being naked. We are naked at home, but, you know, the weather's going to change eventually, and we're not going to be able Did to be naked. Did you know? That every person on this planet is naked under their <gasps> clothes. What? Everybody. What? We are all nudists at heart. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, exactly. We're having this great discussion. So, Coco Scorpio, tell us a little bit about your OnlyFans account. That's one of the things that I know you're passionate about, and we love hearing about all this great sex that you're having with your partner because that's what you do and that's what you share. But tell us how OnlyFans is a little bit different or what makes it different from other social media platforms. Well, OnlyFans allowed me to uh, show the true passion that I have is being naked in the nature or being naked around the house or being naked with your friends or being naked do yoga or being naked do whatever and express your uh, sex, sex, sexual desires. So the big difference with OnlyFans compared to the other social media platforms that keep shutting people, people down mm -hmm. taking our photos off is there's no censorship yeah. you can put pussies cocks whatever everything. nudity yeah. tips yeah. all that on there and it's for people who have followings in other places and you direct people over to only fans to follow you for stuff that you can't put up on facebook and um, instagram 
which is already uh, take down a huge wall between human. Mm -hmm. So what well, that's just always my. Um, I almost feel like it's a shame because human we we kind of have to put clothes on every day. I always feel like uh, you are wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. you kind of like you you hide behind the clothes and you dress like uh, something something else that you are not. So you are not be able to be yourself. So only fans give me this chance that I can actually show all those, like I just said, all the passions that I love. And also bring a, a, a group of audience, which is I call this my fans, mm -hmm. and uh, they are also open-minded people. They're not afraid to share their fantasies with me, and they talk really freely about their, well, you know, guys' mind. Mm -hmm. So guys mm -hmm. think differently than women, and then they are they will be able to really comfortably express their feelings or their mind. Uh, for example, I have a really close uh, fan that, although I never met him, but he's willing to talk about his problems, like uh, his wife is not um, all into sex. So she will tell him, I'm okay if I don't have sex for two years. Wow. And uh, so he feels really, he loves his wife uh, very much, and they have grow up children as well. But uh, he is frustrated yeah. with his sex life, so come to OnlyFans, and he's able to, you know, express himself uh, with with the people that he follows, and also at the same time he can view some really nice content that that can get him off. Right, mm -hmm. right, yeah. that's important. So, so you 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 got into OnlyFans because you had this need to express your passion for being naked, for yes. being artistic, yes. for being creative, which is which is really cool. And we have a lot of friends. We've been to Hito with a bunch of the models that um, go onto OnlyFans, and they and they put up their provocative pictures mm -hmm. and videos on OnlyFans mm -hmm. because there's there's no issues with them their accounts being shut down um, which is which is really cool and um, unlike porn which is you can get what you want for free mm -hmm. we understand that that your fans can actually interact with you they can DM you yeah. you can have a chat with them yeah. and it's a lot more personal and if and if they want you to do some sexual acts for them they just have to ask yeah. and whether and then if you like it or you don't you say yes or you just you say no Definitely. and and we've heard that most of the fans are very respectful very. of your boundaries yeah a lot of them I, I actually just encourage them to call me their virtual girlfriend mm -hmm. because you know you have the best friends you can share and talk about everything but it doesn't have to be in person so which is only fans provide a really good opportunity to and meet people like that. Wow, yeah. that's great. And I'm sure Eric is enjoying the fact that he gets to take all the photos. He gets to be sometimes partake in some of the videos, I guess. Tell Absolutely. us about that experience. Well, first we should mention that uh, Coco's account on OnlyFans is Coco Scorpio VIP. Right, okay, good. So you just go onto OnlyFans, you put into the search field Coco Scorpio, Scorpio, Coco Scorpio VIP, and... And you'll find Coco there. Pop up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, about taking those photos, tell us how much that helps you to get stay spicy and sexy with each other. Well, we did a lot of that during the uh, the COVID lockdown. Okay, so we took a lot of pictures, uh, both outdoor, indoor pictures. Uh, she's very beautiful. I love taking pictures of Coco um, in all the different poses, and of course, I participate whenever she needs a cock. Uh huh. I'm there. Good for you. Gotta I'm let that happen. Well, uh, pictures, he just got on. I'm I'm available as well. If she wants two cocks. <laughs> no, that's a lot of fun. And now it's something that you guys are actually doing together. Then you're taking the photos, making the content with her, and I, I guess that's kind of a fun little hobby that you have, mm -hmm. right? Right. That you're we working both it together. And have a lot of fun doing it. Wow. We have a lot more sex. <laughs> and the major thing is, is also you'll be able to share that with uh, uh, with people who really appreciate your hard work. Yes, and exactly. at the same time adding spice spice to their life too. Right. So, which is COVID time is quite um, difficult time for a lot of people. So their you know their leisure time will be a little bit more fun, a little bit more spicy, and yeah. Yeah. I think I think. Um, because there's some women out there who have this need as well. I'm going to open up an OnlyFans account. How many followers do you think I'm going to get? Or I fans? I don't know, Dave. For you? Yeah. Oh, Two? I don't, I don't know. Three. I'm not going to say. That's not very nice, but I'm not going to say. 
I'm sure you'd have lots. You, you have one you hand up. You have one <laughs> hand. <Okay>. I'm sure <laughs> you will volunteer yourself out. You <laughs> I will. But um, who's <laughs> I, have, I don't have a following. And I'm sure that you guys have fun making content when you're at Hedonism. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you throw that into the change, the, the mix, the, the beach, and how that makes it very sexy. Well, we respect the resort rules. So we'll keep um, uh, most of the photos will will have the photos shoot at uh, a prude site. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes we go to the spa and then we always make sure that we, sometimes we even ask staff, is that allowed to photograph? And uh, so we keep other people's... Privacy. Not, yeah, right. privacy and uh, sunset is always beautiful at Hito. So we'll take any chance to take any sunset pictures. Mm -hmm. what's, what's very funny at Hito, and I guess we should tell everyone that on the nude side, there's no cameras, no pictures, no nothing al allowed. And yeah. that's where the most beautiful sunsets right. are. Yeah. So those veterans who've been there before know that there's a property right next door. So all you do is you cross the line, you face where the sun is setting so you don't get anybody at Hito in your pictures, yeah. and you can take the most spectacular pictures. And it, it's all about respecting the rules there about Definitely. photography because everybody who's there um, wants to be private and wants to... Yeah respect their own security mm -hmm. so that's why there's no cameras allowed on the prude side again you're allowed cameras but you can't take pictures of other people no it's just you and your partner in the frame yeah right. and anytime we want any privacy we just go back to our room and the major the the best thing at Hido is back to your room and there is a mirror on the ceiling. Oh, right. Yes. It's so easy to take selfies and, and even having sex. And right. it's so much fun because that the view is so different. Oh, yeah. We have a couple of good ones of Carol sucking my cock yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> I think uh, every guest, even if they're not swingers, is, they all have that picture of sucking cock in the mirror. And right? taking the picture. So you yeah, have a picture of yourself <laughs> taking a picture of your yeah. wife sucking your cock or eating her pussy or yeah. fucking her doggy style yeah. or missionary. Right. You can always tell the, well, you know where those pictures have been taken because they're classic. Those mirrors on the ceiling are classic yes, icons. Yes, Definitely. yes. So I've heard that you guys have ha been having a whole lot more sex. But besides the more sex, have you guys um, found that you're changing your methods? Or have you tried new things? Are you getting a little bit more inventive or adventurous with now that you're taking a lot more pictures of Coco for her OnlyFans account? Well, definitely. She's got more toys now, uh, more devices and outfits. Oh, my God, outfits, whips and boots and shoes and all kinds of amazing. Uh, That's always my passion. No, I <laughs> But does she use the whips on you or no, this no, is just, just for just show? For show <laughs> just for show. And, of course, the butt plugs. She's addicted to butt plugs. That's nice. Yeah. Tell so us I about love, those. I love to take pictures of her. It feels amazing. It feels amazing. It looks really erotic. And I just simply love it, yeah. And uh, I also find out, I also realize that he actually appreciates a lot more of this moment. Like for example, in the morning, the moment uh, the sun shines through our window, through our bedroom window, and the lighting was just wonderful. And it's something so simple, but it's something so easy to miss. And so he get up every day, and then he look at me. I'm still lying on the bed, and he's like, "Oh my God, the lighting is beautiful. Let's take some photos." And then he just snap, snap. Often those photos are turn out the greatest photo ever because the lighting was just so amazing. We've heard that it's very challenging videotaping yourself while you're fucking your wife, like doggy style. Definitely, it's very <laughs> difficult. I, have you been up to the challenge? Have you been able to do it? Yes, I've been able to do it. It's like I said, it's hard, but you got to use the right angles with the camera, and uh, and you got to be hard, of course. Yeah. Well, the things, the difference between us is I'm an exhibitionist, so whatever I know, there's a camera rolling, and it's just got me turn me on. I just want to go all the way, but Eric is camera shy. So he is. It happens. The, you know what? Yeah. Performance anxiety is a real deal, and a yeah. lot of people are camera shy. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah I get it. It's, it happens. But so. we get that in the lifestyle all the time. You get into an orgy and you get a couple of newbies, or you get some people in there who don't know the people. And for a guy, you can't fake it. Right. You're right? either you hard know, or a, you're not. A hard. woman can yeah. put a bit of lube, and if she's not turned on, she'll probably get turned on once things get going. Right. Yeah. But for a guy, the longer you don't have an erection, the longer you don't have an erection. Yeah. And it yeah. becomes a head game. And you're saying, I want to get hard. I want to get hard. Uh -huh. And whether you take Viagra, Cialis, if you're 
in that Mind. anxiety mode, yeah. you're not fucked. Right. Right? Yeah. You're, you're not, fucked, yeah, but you're, you're not you're fucked. You're everything but fucked. Yeah, it's exactly. all in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So you guys have been adventurous in getting things going. That sounds awesome. We're just going to take a quick break right here. We'll ask you to uh, just hold on to those thoughts because we are going to be getting into our favorite segment. But uh, we'll just remind everybody that this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and we're talking with Coco Scorpio and our partner Eric all about the swinging lifestyle. And coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. Hang on. We told you earlier that we're hoping to go back to Hedo in December. That's the plan. Um, we're hoping, well, things aren't going to get back to normal, but, you know, the new normal is hopefully going to make the world a little bit safer, a little bit better. And in December, Hito's going to be celebrating with all their sexy and loyal guests, some amazing rates, great food. We know the food is fantastic there. Chef Anthony is amazing. Um, of course, all their sexy and erotic entertainment staff and sexy guests. And we're planning on being there. I mean, nowadays things change from week to week. But um, we're hoping we're going to get back to the beach in, in December. Um, it's going to feel great to be naked on the beach. We cannot wait. And just visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy and open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. Absolutely. All right. This is The Hito Show. We're Carol and David. And now it's time for, you know it, our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And as you know, this segment is all about the intimate lives of our guests. Sex I, lives. Yes, the sex lives included. And of course, we don't have any shy people sitting here in front of us. So we know we're going to get some juicy stories. We love delving in deep and to find out about their personal experiences. And you guys are not going to be able to escape this because that's what's up next. Why don't you start by telling us about your sex lives before you became swingers? Okay. Uh, before we became swingers, it was pretty average. Uh, Maybe twice a week we'd have sex. That's normal for us. With each other. With each other okay. only. <laughs> and nothing too exciting. Kind of vanilla and a little bit boring and monotonous. Mm -hmm. And But we always love sex. Oh, we always love yeah. sex. And so you guys were together 17 years and you've been in the lifestyle about 13. So you spent about four years together having regular sex before mm -hmm. you became swingers. Yes, right. mm -hmm. And you said you went very slowly in the swinging lifestyle to get into it and to become full swap. Um, so how long did that take once you discovered it, you did your little, um, you know, your, your soft swap time? How long did, how long did it take you to get to become full swap? I would say about a year. Mm -hmm. Two years, I think. Two yeah, years. between yeah. one and two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for Eric, it was one year. For Coco, it was two years. <laughs> uh, I got That's that. okay. Time flies. We get it. Time flies. It's hard to remember what's what. So we love asking people and we, and our best shows are the ones where we interview real live couples, real live swingers. Coco. Coco, how did you feel the first time you saw Eric's cock in another woman's pussy? Ooh. Hmm. Feel really uh, exotic. Because uh -huh. this is something that I never can even imagine. And uh, it feels really amazing. You liked watching? Um, I love to watch when he is having fun. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes he's nervous uh -huh. and I, I'm, I'm there nervous for him. <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah. So, but I love to watch when he has fun, especially with a woman he is really attracted to. And I wanted him to be, I know how happy he is. Uh -huh. And I know that's all, always his fantasy. And I feel really, really happy for him. Cool. Now, Eric, earlier on, and we skimmed over it because we knew we were going to talk about it now, you mentioned jealousy. Right. And I'm going to let Carol take this jealousy comment in a second. But were you okay having Coco have a big cock in her pussy? Definitely. Mm -hmm. It didn't bother me at all. It's an uh, amazing pussy. It's so tight. I love fucking her. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, uh, no jealousy whatsoever. Um, as long as she's having fun and I'm having fun and we've got great communication with each other, it's, it's all good. So when we, when we were swinging... Even though we're a very strong couple and we communicate well, we had a small jealousy issue and, and Carol had it when I was kissing someone. Right. I felt that he was putting too much passion into his kisses with people that, not that he doesn't kiss me passionately, he does, but I just felt it was a little bit too much and I asked him to tone it down because it did make me jealous when I saw him really passionately kissing another no woman. She had no issue with me 
fucking no, her no, and, 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 no, and that was not her an sucking my cock no. or two women sucking my cocks, but that passionate kiss. And we spoke about it. But yes, but David loves to kiss passionately. So I, I didn't want him to not do that because that also turns him on. And it, especially when she's a great kisser, it turns him on. And of course, I'm sure it's turning her on as well. So I, I didn't want to ask him to not kiss anybody because I, you know, my jealousy can be, you know, I guess kept uh, intact by just reducing the time that you kiss someone. So if you kiss someone instead of for 10 long seconds, maybe three seconds, I'm okay with that. It was when it was overboard. And yeah, so I learned but I learned how to manage my own jealousy just by talking about it with you. Let's talk about jealousy in general, how it's a natural yeah. human well, behavior. We were actually kind of have similar experience. Yeah. Uh, you remember the first time we met this couple, that uh, Alan and uh, Margarita? So we have a similar, very similar situation. Yes, I am a good kisser. Mm-hmm. I love to. You definitely are a good kisser. But for the other part, the wife, and uh, she was kind of jealous. She didn't really want to see that. Uh-huh. So their rule is actually no kissing. Okay, there you go. Yeah, but to me, it's a, it's a human connection. Mm-hmm. You can't really separate having a great sex with someone without kissing. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the same time, communication is the key. Right. And uh, we, we found uh, we were talking about these kissing things openly to each other. And uh, so we want to make sure there was... Although there are emotion involved, but there's not that kind of emotion right. that you are fall in love with this person that yes. you're kissing. Yeah. You're sure that passionate moment, it doesn't mean you're sure that your life emotional. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly that. So I, and I agree 100%. After we talk about that openly and we both experience that kind of uh, experience with different partners and then we we got come to a conclusion that we are agree. We understand each other a lot more Beautiful. in that way. And you both kiss uh, other partners, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Great Absolutely. And we actually become good kisser ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just, we haven't d- discussed it on shows on a show in, in a little bit of time, but talk about your conversation you had with Dr. Jess okay. about um, jealousy. Yeah, of course. I wanted to a little, um, you know, understand from an expert what this jealousy is, and especially at the beginning in the lifestyle, where I imagined I would be jealous, besides this kissing thing, which happened actually later on in the lifestyle, uh, in the very beginning, I wasn't jealous at all. And I always imagined that there must be jealousy in the lifestyle, and how come I'm not feeling jealous? So I wanted to talk to an expert and figure out, is there something wrong with me, because I don't feel jealous with David. And she explained it to me that jealousy is a natural reaction, and that maybe perhaps there's a fleeting moment of jealousy when you see your partner doing something else but because you're very secure with yourself and you're secure in your relationship that fleeting moment just passes unnoticed and therefore you just go on and move on to the next thing and so I thought that was a really nice explanation of you know of what jealousy is and when you're when you're totally secure with yourself why you don't feel jealousy and I know that with this long passionate kiss I was obviously feeling a little bit insecure by it lasting so much longer than what I expected but anyways, that was a short-lived thing. He was able to mitigate that, and it never happened again, really. So I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it. But there's many other things that I've done <laughs> wrong over the years. Over the have years. We trouble. have learned well, a lot of lessons. How about you guys? Right? We are continuously yeah. learning. Well, yeah. at least I am. Yeah. And, and the we jealousy itself is also, uh, I like to say it shows that you actually cares about this person. Mm-hmm. So jealousy is very natural for, for we come up that way and it's just how we uh, manage it so. yeah exactly yeah. so you guys have been in the lifestyle as probably almost as long as we have I mean I'm sure you've got some amazing stories but is there one particular story that you want to share with us today that w- was a positive experience or something that you remember that you never forget that you know you're going to mind boggling yeah that yeah. you use as a fantasy when you're fucking each other could be <laughs> sure definitely I have a really hot story to tell you we like to attend lifestyle events and there was one that was happening in Niagara Falls called uh, Valentine's in Niagara. And we were there. Uh, it was a hotel takeover. And uh, we were there. We met some of our friends that we knew there before. We went to their room. And uh, there were three couples. There were three, three couples three in couples. total that we went into the room with. And we know that these three couples as well. Anyway, there's a great big window facing the, the courtyard. Oh, yeah. I know that hotel. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And... Uh, 
we we're all naked and we're on the two beds and the three couples are interchanging and having great sex fucking and sucking each other and switching partners and having a grand old time when we looked up and noticed that there were people standing outside of our window and at some point they even pulled up chairs but just to be clear these were also lifestyle people who were there for the event yes. right yes. these are not strangers no, no. <laughs> yes okay so at yeah. that point but they were in the hotel part of the right. event yeah. and it was very hot very hot indeed to perform through the window with these couples who are watching us and we and had a great something time. we talk about it for a long time so you're a real true exhibitionist i know somebody else who's an exhibitionist right I mean, over here it's, it's it's so cool in the lifestyle how people respect boundaries and yes there was people out there watching you fuck but they weren't judging you they were just enjoying the sexiness mm-hmm. of what exactly. you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. One of our fun stories is on the first, one of the first Bliss cruises we went on, we were there with some friends and we had room parties. They had a presidential suite. They had parties almost every night. And the door was open. When the doors open at Hedo, at any of the resorts, it means that people can come in and ask if they can play. And if you say yes, they come and join. Anyways, we're in the room there, and we're probably, I don't know, seven or eight couples, and we're fucking on the bed, and people are switching partners, and guys' cocks are getting sucked by two women, and women are getting their pussies licked by guys, and there's people out on the balcony overlooking the beautiful ocean and the moon, and it's really, really a wonderful evening. There's chocolates and wine, and and there's this one woman who's um, getting her pussy fucked. She's lying on the bed. In one hand, she has a glass of wine. In another one, she has some chocolate. She's having a conversation (laughs) over here, and then she has an orgasm. So Carol and I are in there playing, and we normally play together, and we're moving around, and there's this beautiful girl sitting on the couch by herself, and She's just sitting there, and I go down, and I start licking her pussy. I said, is it okay if I lick your pussy? She goes, yeah, sure, and I go down on her, and she's totally getting into it because the sexual environment is, is, there's lots and lots of energy. There's fucking and cocks and pussies and and orgasms everywhere, and so I'm, I'm getting into it, and I'm licking her, and her pussy's getting wetter, and her clit's getting hard, and she's like, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, and I'm licking her, and she has this massive orgasm, and she looks, I look up at her and I go, hi, I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, we've become good friends with them. They're from Texas. But it was just one of those moments. You go in, you ask. It's not about a name. And we talk about that, that room mm-hmm. orgy that we had for, 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 it's been years. It's been probably eight years since we went on that cruise. But it's one of those moments that you never forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys, of course, must have had some amazing stories from hedonism. Do you have some special stories that you have from the, the playroom, perhaps, at hedonism? Well, we have one great, um, very unusual experience. Mm-hmm. And so, um, well, I perform on the stage once in a while. On Thursday, usually, sometimes it's a talent show. And um, there's a really handsome Russian guy, um, beautiful blue eyes. And um, so his girlfriend or his wife or whatever is also a beautiful, like a model-looking woman. Very and, hot. Uh, yeah, Eric was kind of like drooling all over right. already. Uh-huh. But there was no way we can communicate with them because they don't speak a word of English. Okay. So eventually we met them at a hot top again. And uh, so they come over and then they find a translator. A translator, uh, who okay. Who can yeah. actually communicate with us. And then one of um, um, the guys, the Russian guy's fantasy is to fuck me because he never fucked a woman who can do splits. Oh, right. So that's his biggest fantasy. And uh, so through the translator, and then we arrange um, a play later on in the playroom. So of course, Eric got to his dream come true. So he got to- Oh, so he was drooling all over her. He got to have her as well, okay. I had a hard on for her for days. Mm -hmm. I was noticing her all over the resort, but I just thought there's no chance. Right. Until her boyfriend approached Coco through the translator and wanted to play with her and, and play with us. And I said, sure, I would love to play with you know your girlfriend if you could want to play with mine. And so how did that work that you couldn't even talk to each other? You didn't have the translator in the during the sex time, he did you? He had a big fucking cock <laughs> That's what's talking. She wanted language. a cock. And- <laughs> that's, that's another thing that you can show is that you don't have to talk. You yeah. don't have to speak the same language, right. but your body language speaks. We had the same thing in Barcelona at Oops. We yeah. were playing with our yeah. friends from California. We were in the playroom. 
um, we were having a little orgy. This couple leaned over to Carol. There was there was a language barrier, and in his eyes was like, "Can I lick your pussy?" And she's like, "Okay." And then he's pointing to his cock. Carol sucks his cock. His wife came over. We're now six of us playing. We all came, and they left. We well, didn't know their names. And so, Eric, was it kind of like that with your Russian friend? In a way, but not really. It wasn't Go like ahead. charades or anything like that. Uh-huh. But we met them in the playroom, and we grabbed a bed. Uh, I went to her, and uh, this Russian girl was the girl of my dreams mm-hmm. as far as I was drooling over her all weekend. And uh, she, again, she spoke no English, and I spoke no Russian. So we just did what come naturally. We didn't have to like, communicate in any way. It's just the body language, the eye, the contact. eye contact. Did you find it took sl- you slowed it right down and you were like like feeding through your Definitely. emotional, f- not, not so emotional, but you felt it more than you, you know what I mean? You're feeling what you want to do next. Yes, and, and it was our, my first experience ever having sex with another woman who never spoke a word wow. of English. So wow. that was very hot, very erotic. And I left the playroom with a huge smile on wow. my face. And Coco, how was the guy? Was he happy he did the girl who can do the splits? Oh, yeah. yeah. His <laughs> dream definitely come true. Oh, yeah. His blue eyes look into my eyes all the time. I, I can tell how happy he was. Yeah. Now, how, how do you ask? Because, you know, in the lifestyle, ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. How do you ask a woman or a guy to suck his cock or to lick her pussy when they don't speak the same language. Do you do it with your eyes or do you just point down there? You don't have to ask. It just comes naturally. She wants to suck my cock. She, she sucks my down. cock. Yeah. But earlier with the translator made it very clear that, that she wanted to do sex. that. So I think it was already the consent was already done through the translator. And in the room, it was just a natural experience. Exactly. Okay. Now, Sounds now, great. Do Russians fuck differently? <laughs> Did she suck your cock differently? They fuck with an accent. Dude. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. This says da, da. Instead, this says yes, yes. That's, that's cool. But when she was riding your cock, was it just different? Like, you know, in that part of the world, is fucking different than in North America? No. <laughs> David. Fucking is fucking. David. Inquiring minds want to know. Okay, so we're clear we look now. deep into each other's <laughs> eyes, Dave, and we fucked. There you go. But this hmm. is a uh, wonderful experience at Hido is you get a chance to meet people internationally. Yeah. And you don't have, sometimes you don't have to speak the same language, mm-hmm. but you feel the same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same passion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You're right. That amazing. sexual energy is very high, especially yes. when you're in the playroom and everybody around you is playing and Definitely. and having fun. And you get a chance to focus on you know just those needs, those sexual needs that yeah. you feel that you want to yeah. exp- uh, you know experience. And sometimes the couple that are fucking right next to you, arms wander over, hands mm-hmm. caressing. Yeah. You don't even know their names. Yeah. Right. It's all natural. Kind of holding each other's hand like the couple yeah. next yeah. to you. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It is. And that's the respect you get in yeah. the lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you guys uh, must have some fantasies. Now it's time to share some fantasies. You must have some that either you want to have fulfilled or perhaps maybe you don't want to have them fulfilled. Why don't you tell us a little bit about each of, of you about what your fantasies are today? Well, my biggest fantasy, I want to be fulfilled one day. Yes, okay. I would like to have a VVCA set. <laughs> so, you know what? We can't believe you've been to Hito that many times, and we all know there's there are some BBCs at Hito. How come I that know. hasn't happened yet? And they always come to me, too. I know. Uh, but I'm, I'm in that point, I'm a little bit shy, so I'm a small-framed woman. Yeah. And uh, so one of the things I'm always worried about, maybe their cock is their too side, big for yeah. me, uh-huh. and it's not going to work out. But what um, what is the fantasy of having this big black cock in your nice tight pussy? I just want to feel how that feel. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I heard a lot about uh-huh. things about BBC and uh I I want to experience is it. Is it about having it in your pussy or in your mouth? Everywhere. On your hands and just pulling on, on hands, it and touching it and being close mouth, to it. In my pussy, maybe in my ass. I don't Carol know. Carol once played Ooh, with a really Maybe in her ass. <laughs> I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. Carol once played with a guy who had a really big cock. She couldn't even get it in her mouth. Right. The head of the cock was so huge. That. And it was a white guy, but it was yeah. still it yeah. was still a BWC, I guess, right? <laughs> big yeah. white cock. But but you don't have any issues with the, the color, right? As long no, as no. it's the big cock. No, it's, it's not the color. the color. No, it's never yeah. the color. It, but it happens to come a lot of times black, but it's yes. never the color. Yes. <laughs> but to me, it's, um, um, I do. I never really have... A experience with uh, 
a BBC. There you go. Yeah. So that's your fantasy that that's you do want fantasy. to fulfill at some point. I do. Good. And is Eric, uh, are you helping wait, her wait, to wait, fulfill wait. it? Oh. I'm available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just missing two things. Yeah. Being black and having a big cock. <laughs> what? But besides that, I'm available. Oh, <laughs> nice of you to put yourself out there, David. That's, um, that's what friends are for. Right, right. Mm. So is this something you're actively working on fulfilling, or is this something you're just thinking about and talking about? Something I'm thinking about it, but I'm not really actively looking for uh, looking for to do it. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's the right time and the right place with the right person. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Sense. Hang on, hang on. Right. I just came up with this epiphany. <laughs> So Coco, before you were talking about um, this butt plug you have, now you're talking about a BBC. Mm-hmm. What about two BBCs, one in your ass and one in your pussy? Ooh. But I have to say, let's have one first. <laughs> 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 we go from there. That, that's what baby steps are all about, yeah, David. Exactly. There's yeah. nothing baby about this. I know, right? This big, no, right. Go big or go home. <laughs> so Eric. Eric Tell us a little bit about your fantasies, what you have that you want to fulfill someday. Well, like most guys, my fantasy is two women. Okay. But they have to be to- two totally different women. Not m- my wife. Okay. But two women I don't even know. Okay. And just play with them together is just my fantasy. I've never had a real threesome like that in my life, even though I've got a lot of experience, fulfilled a lot of my fantasies in the lifestyle. And I've even had threesomes, including with you and mm-hmm. Coco. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. Okay, so you I want just two different. Two different. What about sisters or twins? Or oh, you ever well, you ever have those fantasies? Mother and daughter. Uh-huh. Oh, that uh-huh. jumps it up another level. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So so the question is, and you know, we had a threesome at Trapeze in Atlanta. We've mentioned it on our show before, and we met a woman who wasn't bisexual. And for me as a guy, I was the one who did all the work. The two women they kissed a little bit. They played with each other's tits, um, but I got them both off. And I went home to my friends, my baseball buddies, and I told them I had a threesome and I had so much work and I got no sympathy. But if you were in this threesome with two women, would you want them doing you or would you be the one doing them? I'll be selfish. Mm -hmm. I I like them doing me. Mm-hmm. So you prefer one, the two women don't speak English at all. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. One sitting on your face, one sitting on your cock, and whatever happens, happens, happens. happens. That's wow. it. Wow, yeah. that does sound awesome. That sounds pretty awesome. And listen, we're coming to the end of the show. This has been amazing. We've loved all of these discussions and stories from Hito and from your lifestyle. But why don't you uh, sign And OnlyFans. Oh, yes, all about OnlyFans as well. So let's just recap or sign off today with a little bit of advice. Uh, if a couple was considering going to Hito or any lifestyle vacation, what would you say would be one of the top few things they should either talk about before or, or do to prepare themselves before they go to the resort? To me, I think they definitely should do some research first and uh, uh, check out as much information as possible. You know, these days, it's a lot of information are available on the website. And uh, so do that research and a lot of talk, a lot of communication, and make sure you have your rules or boundaries first. Communicate with each Communicate other. Communicate, yeah. Wow. And we always say that once you set your rules and your boundaries and your limits, don't change it on the fly. Yeah. If you get to Hito, once you get to Hito and you're in a situation that you've agreed upon, whether it be um, getting naked or giving a blowjob or whatever, and that's all you agreed to do that day, just stay there. Go home, go back to your room, talk about it, yeah. set it up and set up new boundaries for the next, the next day, day yeah. and take it like that. Changing yeah. on the fly when you haven't spoken to your partner about it is going to create conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always put your partner's needs first. Beautiful. So. Yeah, never take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Beautifully put. All righty. Coco Scorpio VIP on OnlyFans and her partner Eric, thanks so much for being here, sharing all your stories. Thank it's you always for a pleasure us. seeing you, being with you, and of course, having great sex with you. Um, why don't you once again remind everybody what your OnlyFans account is? It's Coco Scorpio VIP. Right. I also have Coco Scorpio, but VIP is the, the place that I share all of my um, All your sexy passion. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Very, very cool. And to find OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com. Alrighty. We're at the end of the show. We have to remind everyone to sign up on altplayground.net.net. 
All right, we have to remind everyone to sign up on altplayground.net. That's altplayground.net. So if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people like us and listen to sexy fun podcasts like ours, check it out at altplayground.net. And we sincerely hope that you're staying safe and staying healthy. And, of course, following the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Practice social distancing. And please wear a mask. And continue to listen to our show, of course, and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. And if you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to our guest, Coco Scorpio, and her partner, Eric, and especially to everybody out there for listening week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. Once again, that's it for today. Remember, stay happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay safe. And of course, everyone, please stay sexy. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carolyn David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.